So here are five signs that your marriage is heading for the rocks. Hey, Cody Butler here, marriage coach and founder of Better Marriage. And if this is your first time here, we help men repair, rebuild and restore their relationship from the ground up. Even if it seems hopeless right now, your wife's telling you it's over, there's no hope, maybe she's even with another man, we can help you with that. And if you want to know more about how you do that, we've got a free workshop, links in the description, make sure you check that out. So today I want to talk to you about the five things that are going on or maybe not going on within your marriage that are showing signs that this is heading for the rocks and it's going there very, very quickly. So number one is no arguing. There's no arguing within the relationship. Now, I talk to men all the time and they confuse this as being a good thing. They say, I don't fight with my wife. We don't argue. We don't have uh, conflicts and misunderstandings. Well, the reality is, yes, you do. She's just not expressing it. She's suppressing it instead of expressing it, which is a good, which is not a good thing. Expressing your feelings is a good thing, right? And when couples argue, it means that the emotional safety is there to feel like you can express your viewpoint with a certain degree of safety. When the arguing stops, it's because one or both partners feel like it's a complete waste of time or they just don't wanna deal with the consequences of bringing up a certain topic. Now, a lot of times, wives will want to talk about something and they don't because they're afraid of the consequences. It's gonna be a negative consequence. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna cause a fight that she just doesn't wanna have. It's gonna cause uh, a very unpleasant atmosphere. There's basically pain associated with bringing up whatever it is. So instead of expressing herself openly within the relationship, which is a healthy thing, it's a sign of emotional safety and that's a very healthy thing, she suppresses it inside and then that turns into anger and apathy at later stages in the relationship. So step number two is going to be to stop grading your own homework. One of the first things we always tell men when we work with them in the Win Your Wife Back program is don't grade your own homework. You don't know what you don't know. Now, a lot of times men will think that they're great at communication. They, they've created emotional safety. They've created psychological safety. They've created all of these things when the reality is they absolutely haven't and they're giving themselves eight out of 10, nine out of 10, even 10 out of 10 on these things when actually they're at one out of 10 or two out of 10, they're doing a very poor job of getting, basically getting a failing grade within the relationship on these things but they think they're doing really well. Now this leads into resentment and anger and frustration because in your mind, you're doing a great job but that is not translating back into appreciation or the results that you want to see come back. So a lot of times we'll say, well, I'm doing this, I'm creating emotional safety, I'm creating this, I'm doing that, I'm making this effort. And in our mind we are, but she's not seeing it. And the problem here is that we're grading our own homework. We are deciding how well we're doing versus giving it out to the audience that really matters. And that is the really important thing that we do in the Win Your Wife Back program is that we Everybody grades each other's homework. We don't assume that we're doing a great job. We throw it out there, we get feedback, and when we find out that we think we're doing a great job but we're not, then we're able to change that and we're able to up our skill level to where we are doing a great job, and that is when we start to see the results coming back the other way. That's when we start to see the response that we're looking for. Now, sign number three that your marriage is heading for disaster is not understanding what real communication is. Communication is not logical, it's emotional, especially for a woman. She's not grading you and she's not responding to you based on the facts that are coming out of your mouth, which is very important because men are very logical. As long as it's facts coming out of our mouth, as long as it's logic coming out of our mouths, as long as it's reason coming out of our mouths, and as long as we believe it's true, 
then that is effective communication from us. We're effectively communicating facts, logic, and reason. But the reality is that's a man's mind. And if you're talking to another man, that's a good thing. But we're not talking to another man. We're speaking with a woman and her mind doesn't work like that. Facts to her make no difference. She is grading you and she is responding to you based on how your communication is making her feel. Communication is an emotional outcome, not an expression of facts. Now, of course, facts and logic have to be expressed, but they have to be expressed in a way that creates positive feelings within your wife. Now, another way of looking at that is to say that memory predominantly for a woman is an emotional thing. Memory is emotional, not logical. It's feeling based. When she looks back at five years ago when you had that blow up in the restaurant or when you had that fight at wherever it was, at the dinner party, whatever it was, right? She's no longer remembering the facts of that situation. She's remembering how she felt at the end of that. She's remembering how your behavior or your attitude made her feel. And you might go, well, I had every reason to get angry. I had every reason to blow up. It was justified. It was logical. It was reasonable. Well, that may be, that may be so. And in your man mind and communicating with other man, it's like, yeah, it makes sense, right? But to her, all she knows is that made her feel in a way that she did not like. And she remembers that negative feeling. Now, if you don't understand this, this is why this is a good sign that your marriage is heading for real trouble because you are communicating in a way that is not being heard. You think that you're communicating in a way that is effective. You're grading your own homework. Remember, you're going, I'm, a, I'm communicating effectively. And of course you are, but you're communicating something that effectively that you don't want to communicate. So you have to look at yourself and a good question to ask yourself. One of the questions that we always ask when men bring this up in the Win Your Wife Back program is, have you communicated to your wife Think back, have you communicated to your wife in the last day, week, month? Think back to where you communicated factual information, but it didn't leave her feeling very good about herself. It didn't leave her feeling very good about you. And of course, the answer is going to be yes. If we think about it and we're actually very, we're honest with ourselves, which is very important, then of course, there's gonna be many situations where we communicated factual information, but we did it in a way that did not support her, validate her, make her feel important, loved, understood, and valued within the relationship. So understanding, or not understanding rather, that communication is predominantly an emotion and a feeling, not uh, uh, not communicating logic is a big mistake. And ultimately, if you don't correct that, it's going to cause problems within your marriage. Now, problem number three, that is a good indication that your marriage is in real trouble, is placing labels on the relationship and particularly on your partner. Now, what do I mean by that? Like many, many times men will come to us and ask for help and they'll say, my wife has bipolar disorder, she has narcissistic personality disorder, she has this, she has that, blah, 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 whatever it is. Well, here's the reality, labels belong on tin cans, not on people. And as long as you are looking at your spouse, with the label that you've placed upon them, you're not looking at yourself. You're looking at the narcissist, what you deem to be narcissistic personality disorder as the problem within the relationship. You're looking at her within uh, the, the issue as, as the issues within the relationship. And the problem with that is the only time pointing a finger works is when you're pointing it back at yourself. Now, I'm by no means saying that your wife doesn't have challenges, have issues, she may very well have disorders. What I'm saying is that placing those labels upon her does not help your situation and it does not make the situation better at all. Now, narcissistic personality, this is something that is used all the time these days. 
so many people use this and it's a completely undiagnosed condition, right? Most of the men that we talk to that say, my wife has narcissistic personality disorder, it's like, well, who's diagnosed that? Is that a, is that a qualified medical professional? Or is that, is that your diagnosis? So nine times out of 10 or even, even more than that, there is no diagnosis. It's simply somebody has decided that she has that and they have made that the problem within the relationship. Now, the way to understand that or the way to deal with that is I always ask the question, do you actually know what narcissistic personality disorder is? Do you know the traits that are associated with that? Do you actually know what you're saying about your wife? When you call your wife narcissistic, do you understand just how detrimental and, and, and horrific that actually is? The names that you're calling her, the, the, the attributes that you're giving to her, how are you going to heal this relationship? Even if that is true, which it may or may not be, I'm not saying that I'm qualified to make that diagnosis, but even if it's true, going to your wife saying that you're a sociopath, you're a psychopath, you're narcissistic, like all of these things, this is what NPD is. Just as one example, holding that view of her, do you think that makes her feel loved, understood, uh, wanted, appreciated, or do you think it makes her feel attacked and vulnerable and unsupported and unloved? There's no upside to putting labels on other people within the relationship, even if those labels are accurate and justifiable. There's no upside to it. All you're going to do is shift blame to somebody. You're going to make them feel very bad about themselves and you're going to make them want to get away from you. So when you start labeling your partner in the relationship with these disorders that really they haven't been diagnosed with, to be perfectly honest with you, it's a sign that the marriage is heading for real trouble. And I would highly, highly encourage you to stop placing labels. Labels belong on tin cans, not on people. Which leads us to step number four or, or disaster number four, and that is apathy. When you start to see apathy within the relationship, this is very problematic because you're beyond caring at this point. Apathy is a worse emotion and anger. Now we get a lot of people that say me and my wife don't fight, we don't argue. Well, that's not necessarily a good thing because now we've trans uh, transitioned into apathy. It's like, I don't, even, I don't even care anymore. I don't even care what you think. It's not even worth my time bothering you or bothering with you. It's not even worth my time sharing my opinion with you because it's such a waste of time. It's not even worth making an effort anymore because this is just over. This is apathy. And don't mistake a lack of fighting for apathy. At least if there's fighting going on, there's still some level of caring within the relationship. When apathy sets in, this is a very, very bad thing. And again, this is why placing labels on the relationship, if you are continuously labeling your partner as this disorder or that's that disorder and whether you're doing it verbally or not i can promise you she's very, women are very perceptive and she's going to know exactly how you're feeling about her when she starts to sense that you're placing these labels upon her this leads to apathy when somebody goes well this is this is what this person thinks of me this is how low their opinion is of me this is how little they care about me to place these horrible labels on me i just don't give a shit anymore i just don't care anymore I'm not even going to bother anymore. So apathy, when apathy is starting to show up in the relationship, it's really time to sit up and pay attention to what's going on, which leads us to number five, which is no sex within the relationship. No sex for a woman means no emotional connection whatsoever. If she's withdrawn from sex completely, it's because it means that she has no emotional connection with you whatsoever at 
or in somewhat of a similar way to where if a man is not having sex with a woman, it's very likely that he has no physical attraction towards. If a man has no desire to have sex with uh, a woman who, who he's in a very intimate relationship with, i.e. husband and wife, then it's probably because the lack of physical attraction, there's a lack of attraction, right? The physical attraction is gone. Same the other way, the emotional attachment, the emotional interaction and connection has left the relationship. And if she's not feeling emotionally connected with you at all to the point to where all sex has stopped, this is a very, very bad thing. It's an indication that all emotional safety and security has been destroyed. All ability to communicate has been destroyed. Apathy has set in and the end is very close at this point. Can it be turned around at this point? Yes, absolutely, of course it can, but it's going to be very, it's going to take a lot of work and it's going to take a lot of effort. So those are the five things, the five signs that if these are present in your marriage, it's time to pay attention. Don't let it get to the point to where she leaves and tell you, tells you that it's over. When these five things show up or two or three or four of these things show up and the woman leaves, it becomes very difficult to restore the relationship, not impossible, but harder. It's much better to address these issues early on. Do battle with the monster while the monster's a baby. Don't let it grow into a full-grown full beast before deciding to do battle. And if you want to do that, if you want to do battle with the monster while it's a baby, give us a call. Schedule a call with us. We'd love to talk to you. We can help you with this. We can help you to restore your marriage. And if that's not for you, awesome. Love you too. God bless you and we'll talk to you very soon.